Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ebony and this is DMT Expresso. That's Black History Month Day 3. This is the weigh-ins part 1, focusing in on the small screen still and talking about In Living Color. This notable show that is known for its sketch comedy and to me it's one of the ones in the 90s that set us for what we know today uh not taking away from any of the other sketch comedy shows but there was just something special about in living color and i want to give the weigh-ins their flowers because that that dynasty of a family uh has been prevalent so long 80s 90s is most noble for me in my time frame uh frame of reference for for knowing about the family and and kind of where they're coming from so we're gonna dive in I'm gonna give you kind of the backdrop of the 90s on which we get the emergence of in living color and then spend a little time talking about uh, the Wayans family um, the notable characters that they kind of played uh, going to some other characters that were just amazing for the show and then really really talk about the impact that it that this show had on sketch comedy uh, and even some influences influences on other shows uh, the the notable cast members I mean it, this is just an amazing show so get ready buckle up let's have some fun and let's go okay 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 so I'm talking in living color yes yes in living color so where did it come from? How did it start? Uh, some little known facts. I'm going to try to encapsulate all this and kind of set the scene of the 1990s. So let's get started. Let's go. Uh, let's get started and learn a little bit more about In Living Color. So In Living Color premiered on April 15th, 1990. So put this in context, at the time, I this was even before I turned five years old, <laughs> wow. Uh, so I was still four when the premiere of In Living Color came on. And so little known fact, you may not know uh, that I'm gonna get you sucker actually prompted Fox's interest in the weigh-ins uh, if you don't know about this I will be talking about this black poitation parody uh, that star Keenan Ivory Wayans uh, as <laughs> look I, I won't go into it because that, this is a this is going into actually the impact that the Keenan the Keenan Wayans and the Wayans had on movies but this is actually what prompted uh, them to kind of take a deeper look uh, and well he got the chance to write his own show and well he did a version that kind of was in the format of a Saturday Night Live type show and so there we get in living color so let's see what else uh, we get uh, from the sketch comedy Okay, so I found a site that had some potentially little-known facts uh, about uh, the show in living color uh, so I'm kind of gonna go through a few of them uh, just to kind of set you up for uh, what we know so uh, we know that in 1990 that uh, this sh show in living color something we've never seen before uh, kind of threw its raw uncensored self at uh, a TV audience and what we got was comedy 
gold. So I kind of said that the influence was kind of taken from the sketch comedy of Saturday Night Live. So you've got to put this in perspective. So here's the perspective. Saturday Night Light Live has been running since October 11th, 1975, and it's still actually still going. So you start getting the format of sketch comedy. This is where you're getting uh, in sketches like um, satirical news, uh, digital shorts, uh, random, random, random uh, commercials. Uh, this Saturday Night Live was in it in its time a pusher of envelopes as well uh you wouldn't have such things as oop i poop my pants right the commercial or uh things like the ambiguously gay duo uh at one time saturday night live in and of itself was quite controversial and had uh, multiple cast members that in and of itself pushed the envelope and so this is kind of the basis that you're getting uh with saturday night live where now you've got a predominantly black cast and that's the big difference from Saturday Night Live uh, where it was predominantly white uh, and uh, it was a different type of humor so to get this raw uncut cultured uh, is what I'll call it cultured uh, crew together uh, again it was different for its time frame now also put into context uh, the show in living color actually went off the air in double check to make sure I get my dates right uh, aired until May 19th of 1994 now put it into contrast with another show that was being aired uh, in the 1990s uh, you've got uh, Mad TV so Mad TV uh, is another sketch comedy show ran for about 15 seasons uh, but what was important for that is that uh, it was almost like a void after you had mad tv snl was still going and they're j I, don't, I don't know what it was right fox um fox needed something else so i remember mad tv airing in 1995 and you you get again uh, another run of uh controversial spoofs and TV and it, and it and it spurned the continuation of sketch comedy um, you had notable people on Matt TV uh, Deborah Wilson Ari Spears uh, Michael McDonald uh, you you had Key and Pill and I think I think they were both on there toward the end of the seasons but uh, in living color actually influenced another show and others uh, and there's just so much more that In Living Color did as a show in its short amount of time. Uh, you got to think, it only ran for about four years. You have four seasons, almost like a fifth season, basically, uh, going into 1994, where uh, they you got some notable names and I think that's what's really important is the impact on the culture. And me personally, I feel like, you know, there's not enough flowers that is given to In Living Color. Uh, this this show revolutionized in my opinion uh sketch comedy uh, it, it pushed beyond what i felt like even uh snl did in, in all its seasons uh i mean you got the notable characters and i'll go into a little bit more of that later but uh there's just these these figures these one-liners the things that you could still quote today uh it it, it had so many different cultural juggernauts that it became such an important piece of the 90s and the culture so let me start uh 
going into a few more of the little known facts. Uh, so I will tell you this, that uh, there, there was a reason why uh, it wasn't until the 1990s that In Living Color actually aired because, well, uh, executive producers of the show felt that uh, it was a little too edgy. Um, so uh, what you end up getting was that uh, the, the, the show was actually shown to the NCAA CP. Uh, which again at that time was comprised of older black members of the black community. Um, so older members of the community. And you know what? Uh, you just want to make sure that you're not going to be uh, ruffling anybody's feathers. And they actually thought it was a, a humorous show. Um, but the thing is, you got to think about the older individuals. Uh, the humor might go over their head uh, so it's an interesting piece uh, where uh, you even trying to get buy-in from a target audience right so we knew that this was not you probably knew this wasn't going to be the target audience you're not trying to aim for the 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 older crowd right they're probably more likely to uh, be watching SNL but uh, this new crowd of the 90s 80s 90s right uh, is going to you're going to try to address the the times uh, which would have been the 1990s uh, so little known fact if you didn't know j-lo jennifer lopez right j-lo was a fly girl she was a dancer uh, so i was even on the misconception that she had always been a fly girl this is not true uh she was actually not a dancer uh, until uh, making her appearance, right? Her debut dancing appearance until September 22nd, 1991, which was the premiere of the third season. Uh, it's basically also the same night that Jamie Foxx was introduced as a new cast member. Uh, so also another important things, uh, if you did know this, and you, you probably didn't know this, but Rosie Perez was, the, was an original fly girl and a choreographer. Uh, again, I remember seeing it. I, I kind of knew Rosie Perez was a dancer because I remember watching Soul Train and seeing Rosie Perez uh, on the Soul Train line. So I kind of knew who she was. Uh, little known fact um, for this one, uh, Homie the Clown. <laughs> Homie the Clown, uh, which is a notable character from Damon Wayman, Damon Wayans, uh, was supposedly based on Paul Mooney, uh, which, again, funny as all get out. I'll be talking a little bit more about that character. Uh, you also had a, a few uh, SNL uh, alums actually come over to uh, In Living Color. So like Chris Rock, uh, he, he spent some time over here. Uh, uh, you had Jim Carrey and at the time, you know, he was going by James Carrey. So he had auditioned for SNL, and you know what? He landed on In Living Color, and he broke the mold. Uh, just just awesome things uh, about them. Here's, here's another little, little one, a little known fact. Uh, Martin Lawrence did not pass the Living Color auditions. Uh, just, just these are some interesting facts. I'm going to add the rest of this these these facts there's 22 of them uh to a link uh to it in the bio 
for this, but I want you to look more into this. So, and then uh, last last little known fact: Dave and Alan Greer like to trip up Damon Wayans during the filming of Men on Films. So I'm gonna be talking about Men on Films because that that was one of my. You talk about controversial things of the time. Um, there are multiple times that was watching Damon Wayans and David Allen Greer together was so enjoyable. So those are little known facts, little things you, you probably didn't know. So going going back, Damon Wayans, excuse me, uh, Damon Wayans, Keenan Ivy Wayans. Uh, so who were the family members? Who who were uh, the the people that I necessarily remember being on uh, the show. So I do recall, obviously, Damon Wayans as a as a regular cast member. Keenan Ivy Wayans, obviously, as a cast member. Uh, you had Sean and Marlon uh, on the show, and uh, notably, you had Kim Wayans on the show. And uh, those are the five I remember. And apparently, it was a sixth. Uh, Dwayne Wayans. Uh, I don't recall Dwayne Wayans on the show because I I don't know these 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 other characters are quite. Um, notable for their their characters uh so those were like the the main weigh-ins i i I remember the first time i kind of noticed uh sean weigh-ins was he was actually the dj uh he was a dj on the show and i can't i don't remember right now what his what when key and i Williams would do the intro he would you know flip over to his brother uh and tell him to spin and and then you hear you can't do what you wanna do and live in color right, right? okay so uh that's those those are some of the ones so let's talk about notable characters notable characters so i'm gonna start with uh i'm gonna start with keenan Ivy Wayans, uh one of his notable characters uh he's he's so funny and his comedy is so subtle uh it doesn't necessarily hit you in the face but he's got such timing uh so let me let me talk a little bit about his one of my favorite characters for him so my favorite keenan ivory wayans character is known as frenchie so my favorite episode uh is where frenchie tracks down a character named janice at a hopper house and <laughs> He just kind of shows up out of nowhere, and so I want you to listen to a little bit of kind of this character. I'm sorry, but I think you're a bit confused. This is the opera. Who are you? I give you a hint. I'm hip, I'm slick, and all the women love my G.I. Joe with Kung Fu. Well, uh, you'll have to excuse us. I think we see somebody over there we know. Yo, so that is Frenchie. Take a look, take a listen. But Frenchie shows up so many times. So, uh,. You've got Frenchie that is a party animal. Frenchie goes to a bachelor party. Frenchie is at the opera house. He shows up at a Lamaze class. So funny. And so watching him interact with these different characters, Tommy Davidson, uh, most often than not, uh, you get uh, Crystal uh, and a couple other Jim Carrey in the uh, opera house scene. But it's so 
memorable, this character, uh, by Keenan Ruwayant. And <laughs> he embodies this Rick James-ish individual. So check it out. So up next, I'm going to be talking about my favorite, and I mean my favorite, 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 favorite character on uh, In Living Color. And that is going to be Damon Wayans' homie, the clown. So, yo, this is Homie the Clown classic. Uh, this is Homie Klaus. That was beautiful. He almost made homie misty eyes. I said almost. Yo. Yo, so homie the clown is one of many, many, many characters that Damon Wayans played on uh, the show, and so a lot of what he he, he does is so iconic. Uh, from homie the clown, you you've got the basically that back alley where he, they were selling like hopped stuff uh, just so many notable characters he played but I mean he went on to do so much more right in a movie uh, with, in film and, and uh, his own TV show I mean I, I just really enjoyed Damian Wayans on this show and this kind of jump started him uh, so up next I'm talking about James Carey Jim Carey uh, one of the few and so one of my favorite uh you know you know him he's got multiple characters as well he's he's he became a notable name uh but you you've got him uh as fire marshal bill i love fire marshal bill there was something about uh buff blonde and bitchin <laughs> excuse me buffed beautiful and bitchin uh with i'm gonna let you listen to this vera demile I'm Vera Tamilo, and thanks for tuning in. You know, before I learned how to exercise properly, I was a poor excuse for a woman. Just look at those unsightly lumps of lard protruding from my sternum. I was so weak and frail back then, I couldn't even tear a telephone book in half. But I made that change, and you can too. So let's get busy burning off those bothersome bazooms. Okay, so this is Vera DeMilo. Uh, I, look, just watch the, the whole sketch. So funny, so iconic. Okay, so here's another character. Uh, so you've got uh, Kim Wayans, and one of my favorite ones is Benita Betrayal. Uh, just, again, she's another one, and this is like that, it's almost like a, a, a nod to 227, uh, where she's like usually sitting out her window and telling you about everybody business. Uh, so listen, take a listen to this. Been about two years. 
Sure hope that slumlord changed the carpet. It was so stink over there, I could taste it over here. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, I love what you did with those little milk crates. That little table you made. What's that, Art Deco? Yeah, you look at me rattling on and on like you know who I am. Hi, girl, I'm Bonita Batrell. I've been here all my life. I know everybody in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl, there's some fine people in this neighborhood. There's a lot of trash, too. But I ain't one to gossip. Yo, and then she spends an additional three and a half minutes normally uh, <laughs> doing just that, telling everybody business. So up next, I want to do one of my favorite characters, Wanda, 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 Wanda. So this is Jamie Foxx. One of the most notable characters to me he does is Wanda, and it became a favorite. Uh, but this is the my favorite scene uh, in the invoke. Too funny. So let me let me. Jackson, you know I could be like Michael, you know. Now wait a minute, Wanda. That is where you're wrong. You don't you like oh, this. Well, let's go. Yeah. Right, honey. We paid. Well, do it to me, Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, found it. Do I have to be over in the back like y'all used to no, make me? No, no. Yeah. Ooh, no. Sure. Oh. My tune. Ooh. Let me get my note. Let me get my note. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my throat is parched. Y'all gonna have to stop. Okay. Never gonna get it. 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 Yo, Jamie. <laughs> so Jamie went on, obviously, movie, act, uh, movie, uh, his own television show. Jamie Foxx, again, just, just a breakout actor from the roots of In Living Color. Uh, you also had Tommy Davidson, obviously David Allen Greer, and so I want to play one of my favorite sketches from Men on Films and talk a little bit about the the funniness that came with <laughs> uh, men on football, men on films, men on cooking, men on fitness. Uh, it just became its own little subculture within In Living Color. So uh, just take a quick listen and here we go. You know, we have a new sponsor, Wilson Sporting Goods, the official boss of the NFL. Hey, said a word. A lot of people were very surprised to hear that we was doing a special football show. But we've been fans of football for many years. I mean, what other game boasts such great names like Dick Butkus? Or my favorite, Bob Greasy. Now, isn't he a tight end? He was. <laughs> <laughs> so, men on films, uh, or... The, the men I call it the men's on series uh these sketches were hilarious and even now I I can there's just Damon Wayans big thing about he the ball head and he'd be wearing his little bitty hat to the side just somewhere else uh <laughs> it the, these to me were the most iconic uh, sketches again. I could probably say the whole show was just iconic because it was, and it and it stood its own test of time. Um, so 
talking about that test of time and 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 to me why I don't feel like it gets the show gets the respect that it's due. I know it only ran for from 1990 1994, but if you really think about the impact of the individuals who were on the show, that's where I feel like it doesn't get the respect that it deserves. Uh, we always talk about the greatness that is SNL, but uh, it's almost like In Living Color was just kind of this thing. But you you don't forget the Jamie Foxes, the even right Marlon and Sean came into their own. Uh, Damon Wayans and his impact. Jim Carrey having such a notable and distinguished career. Uh, this show propelled so many people and ideas and, and, and places. Uh, I mean, heck, you had Kim Cole, uh, who was a stand-up comedian uh, on the show and went on to do and live in single. Uh, gave, this show gave people opportunity. And so, again, when you say representation matters, uh, this show was it. And it and I know it, it it became right it came off the heels of uh, a parody of black portation black portation parody uh, but you you had those names like Jennifer Lopez like Rosie Perez like Carrie Ann Anaba I sure said her name wrong uh, Dancing with the Stars right the Fly Girls uh, again notable names and it's it's interesting to that you're talking about it living such a short period of time when you start talking about TV shows now, right? I said that in living, uh, SNL, yeah, SNL ran, is still running, right? Since 1975, it's still going. Uh, the material was new, inventive, and different, and I think that's what made it so notable. It made it, it's, it, it made itself different than everything else that was on television at the time. Uh, same way that SNL broke itself away from other things and, and how Matt TV uh, competed, almost like legitimately competed, continued to compete with uh, uh, with SNL. But hats off to Damon Wayans. Uh, hats off to all of the these characters, these actors and actresses, these dancers. Uh, this show was amazing the comedy was to me flawless and it deserves so much more recognition than it has gotten uh so here's your flowers to the wayne's family part one uh look for part two it's coming all right as always i'm sending peace love positivity and good vibes i'll see you tomorrow peace